And we're back. Sorry, I took such a long break. Um, it's been a crazy time. I, uh, you know, I, I've mentioned it a little bit before that I've had custody issues, and um, right when I stopped was like right after I had filed and had to go to court, and uh, it was just super awful and triggering and uh, really intense. So for the last, I don't know five, six months, uh, I've just been in a pretty bad hole. And the court stuff, for the most part, for now, is resolved. And I'm, it's like right away, uh, instantly kind of lifted out of it. Um, things went uh, good, for the most part. I'm, you know, just trying to make things better for my son. And I, it's, it's getting better for my son. One thing that's really, really, really amazing, I'm going to... Uh, that is not necessarily directly about my son is for two years I've been fighting to uh, get my dog back. And now it's not perfect yet, but I have her every other week. Come here, Lumpia. Come here. Meet Lumpia. Yep, yep. This is Lumpia. Hi, baby. I know you can't see this if you're listening, but if you watch on YouTube at Poor Podcast, you can see my beautiful nine-year-old, 80-pound, overweight, husky pit. Hello, baby. Hello. So I have her now every other week, and it's amazing. And uh, yeah, she loves it. She's finally getting taken care of and love and on a little diet. She's a big girl. Yeah. And she thinks she's a tiny little dog, but she's not. She's a great big dog. And every time I sit down at my desk, she jumps up in my lap, which is neat. And some, most of the time she comes all the way up, but she's tired or something. You want to come up? Come on up. Come on up. Let's go. Up. Yip, yip. Yip, yip. Yip, yip. She needs help now because she's old. All right. Go on. Get away. I'm working. So anyway, that's been amazing. Um, I forgot what it was like. You know, I mean, I haven't lived with her for two years. I've been trying to get her back for that long. And uh, I forgot what it was like to live, not just with a dog, but with... Um, when my son leaves, I'm, I'm alone. Uh, it's, I've always been alone, so I never really think about it. Um, like, my whole life is like that. But I, I guess I didn't... I don't know, I, I took for granted or I, I just didn't think about the that loneliness feeling. And when my son leaves, it's bad. Uh, I mean, I crash really hard. The few days that I'm without him uh, every week uh, is intense. Um, yeah, really, really bad. And I, I when Lumpia's home, it's... It's just amazing. I forgot how beautiful and therapeutic and and just incredible it is to have her home. And, uh, you know, I mean, I raised her as a puppy and now she's this big, beautiful dog. And um, I, I, I missed her so much. And just in the, in the efforts of trying to get her back for so long, you don't really consider or, or feel what it's like to have that person or, or have that entity or I don't know, there's some disconnect as you're working towards something, you don't necessarily think about 
um, how you feel when you have it or don't have it. That's not the point anymore. Uh, but now that I at least have her every other week, um, it's amazing. I, it was like instantly this huge uh, hole was filled, you know, from the time my, my son uh, spends with his mom to when I pick him up again. Um, there's this massive gap. And uh, now it's filled with a great big stinky dog. She's not stinky. I bathe her like twice a week. Um, it's early. Not that early. It's nine. But so I'm drinking coffee. So I apologize for the coffee drinking sounds if you're listening on iTunes. Um, speaking of iTunes, if you are listening on iTunes, please rate and uh, review and subscribe. And then tell other people about your favorite podcast, Porb. P-O-R-B. And if you also want to see my beautiful face and my beautiful dog, uh, who is named after a small Filipino egg roll, you can subscribe on YouTube at Porb Podcast. There you go. And uh, so other than that, um, well, the hits always just keep on coming in my life. Uh, The day after... that the last court date was on Friday the the fifth of April. <clears throat> Pardon me. And then the next day, I get a text message. It's so fucking stupid. I get a text message that one of my uh, best friends growing up. Uh, we hadn't seen each other in a while, but um, really significant person in my life died suddenly. Here's the thing. If you're going to tell anyone that someone has died, someone that they know, like if if it's important enough to tell that person, call them. Who the fuck texts somebody that somebody died? And here's and this was the text. No precursor, no hey, hello, nothing. Just Jason passed away, motorcycle accident. That's it. And then this person sent pictures of the accident. I guess the news came and they took pictures. So I had to, again, unprompted, like, hey, there are pictures. Do you want to see them? I don't know. Uh, But he just sent them. So I had to see my brother dead on the concrete with his motorcycle next to him. Um, Yeah, don't do that. That's fucking crazy. And this is an older person. This is not like a kid who doesn't know how things were. I mean, this guy is 50 something. He he knows better. He grew up in a time before social media where you actually had to call people to tell them things. And uh, what a shitty way, like impersonal and no uh, empathy or concern. It, and someone made the argument to me that like, well, you know, he's distraught. Then don't go around telling people. What's the purpose then? Is fuck all of that. I don't give a shit. That was a really awful way to learn uh, that you know one of your brothers has has died. So yeah, if somebody dies, call them, not the dead person. Call the person you're gonna tell and and talk to them. I uh, two of my or one of my friends called me and then I called one of my friends. Uh, that's how you should do it. You should talk to people. And then someone called me. Um, 
who was like one of like a mother figure to me growing up and we don't speak anymore we had a falling out uh years back and uh even she knew to call and and to try to comfort and you know it was really big and i i appreciate it it wasn't uh i don't have any animosity or anything toward her but you know we're just life works like that sometimes but that's what you should do call people uh don't text important shit it's fucking absurd um so he passed away which sucks uh he was a good he was a good man uh jason was uh super funny and talented and like freakishly talented one of those people who could just do shit uh we were in a band together growing up but we were friends before that he's a guitar player as well and uh just instantly could just do you know if he read something or you showed him something he could just do it very well and then better than you quickly um one my band in growing up we were we had fired our singer and we were looking for another singer and then we were hanging out with Jason. We we're like, Hey, can you sing? He's like, I don't know. And then the motherfucker could just sing. Pardon me. Like really well. Like, you know, it was like a rock band, blues based rock band. So it was like, you know, Robert Plant, Steven Tyler ish type of singing. And he could also do like a Chris Cornell ish. He had a, that type of quality to his voice as well. And he could just fucking sing. And then one day uh, it was like, man, it would be cool if we had like a harmonica player. And we asked just, can you play harmonica? He's like, no. So we just put a harmonica in his hand and then he could play harmonica. It was really fucking weird. Um, but he was one of those guys. And, and, you know, for all those talents, he was also, you know, a, a troubled person. Um, you know, drugs and just getting his life kind of together was a, a struggle um but incredibly sweet and those, those two qualities don't often go together you know troubled and sweet usually it tends to be more one or the other but he was incredibly sweet and kind uh, and considerate even though you know he was flaky for sure but uh just a really beautiful person and unfortunately uh, he had just had a baby i haven't met his child or girlfriend or wife i like I said, we hadn't spoken in a while. Um, so that's hard. And I, you know, I can't imagine that. But anyway, um, he was a good, good man. Um, I think one of the guys in the band uploaded a bunch of songs on Spotify. If you go to Spotify and um, look up Jason Char, C-H-A-R, you'll find a bunch of music that he did some of it's his music some of it's music that he did in our band in you know 2000 fucking one or whatever the hell it was a long time ago um and then some other like another band he was in with some of those guys i think anyway you know it's uh it's all rough stuff but you can hear it and um i listened to some of it it was nice he's a good man um so anyway to jason other than that, I don't know. I, uh, been doing a lot of music, really, really struggling, not struggling, really, really pushing to get this fucking album finished. It's basically done. It's just mixing and mastering at this point, uh, which is not my strong suit. So I'm really fumbling through it, learning a lot. It's getting way better. I just basically redid all the mixing and mastering, um, as I learned better ways to do it. And then I went back and listened to the stuff I did 
the mastering a month ago or the mixing a month ago and it's fucking night and day so it's way better i'm super critical on myself really harsh but um i'm glad i did it and i'm glad i'm taking this long to get the process right because i'm already writing for like the next two records but they'll go way smoother because this whole process has been crazy big transition and, and learning and i haven't made music in 10 years so it's uh it's been a lot to kind of ramp back into but i'm happy with it for the most part and uh you know most artists i hate that term but like most artists you can relate to like there's there's a a cycle to creating things where you're inspired and then what you're doing you feel is amazing it's the best thing that's ever existed and then it kind of stales and you are just kind of pushing through the work aspect of it and then you start to hate it and then you'll have like a day where like fuck no this is great and then it's right back to this is the worst i'm the awful nobody likes me this is going to be a horrific mistake and whatever there's a process everybody goes through so if you're considering making something or you are making something and you're going through that just keep going just put it out uh, it's better to have work out there than nothing and just you know you can work on one album or one movie or one book or whatever for your entire life you can spend you know 70 years building something and never putting out and never finish it because you constantly tweak it so just you know it might not be perfect or it might be perfect and then later you go back and you're like Ugh, what was i thinking but just fucking put it out so i'm at, i'm at that stage i'm, I'm, I'm ready to put it out uh, i just need to finish uh some of this mixing and mastering so i can do it um, but i'm i'm there i'm in the i'm in the building and the room is nearby so i'm i'm right there i've been talking about this record for a while so it's coming out uh, i'm shooting for like august and yeah i'm super excited man i i uh i like it it's not the direction i'm going now is different so it's in, it's hard to work on something that you've already emotionally or mentally moved on from but you you need to finish it um so it's interesting to do that but i'm really excited it's uh it's you know heavy indie rock stuff there's elements of everything i like in there you know like indie rock stuff with uh you know heavier rock and metal elements in it and uh, i'm super excited man it's nothing like nothing really like the record i did the last record which was 10 years ago from uh, gooby goo and peekers stupid band name but we never thought we would do anything with it and we ended up releasing a record it was my best friend and i i and we toured on that record um gooby goo and peekers the album is called my stomach can hold up to 150 pounds of food uh which is a uh, i'll share where that comes from another time i have to get a thing but um that's on itunes you can buy that if you like uh you know alternative indie rock like kind of cute melancholy experimental stuff um, go buy that and rate and review that too and just support me support your boy I'm uh, I'm so nice and um, I have a big fat dog and that's cool you can support her some of that money will go to buying her food which she needs to maintain that mass bro um, so that's basically what I've been doing and uh, in the process of packing up this house that I'm living in now and looking for another place um, closer to my son's school. I, it's it's that was always the plan. My timeline got moved up um, due to the, the court stuff. So um, I was thinking of end of the year or next year 
but it's going to be sooner within the next, you know, six months or so. So that's what I'm looking uh, closer out that way. You don't need to know where it is. Um, anyway, just further east in L.A. Or in Los Angeles County, rather. Um, I don't know. I've seen some good movies. I, I haven't talked about it. I was late to the party, but I've been watching Spider-Verse. It's fucking amazing. I talked about this on my other podcast uh, with my one of my best friends, Brian Williams, called The Bombcast. Uh, which is on iTunes. Go subscribe and rate and review that too. Uh, and and there we usually talk about like more geeky shit that we're into: comics, movies, games. Uh, we talk about some, you know, life stuff too. But uh, oftentimes it's you know music, comics, games. He's really into wrestling, so we talk about that a little bit. We don't be turned off. I'm not into wrestling at all, but it's still interesting to talk about it. Um, so yeah, Spider-Verse is amazing. Game of Thrones has been amazing. I just saw Infinity War, the endgame. Uh, and it was good. You know, all the Marvel movies are just, they're good. You know, some of them aren't great. Some of them are good. And there's a couple great ones. Uh, I don't feel this was one of the great ones. You know, it, it, it's one of the good ones. It's a good one. But there are a couple moments where it is great. I won't give anything away if you haven't seen it. Um, but shit there are a couple but shit there are a couple moments where uh as a lifelong comic fan and someone who's still even though I'm, I'm really burnt out on the kind of just the mediocrity they've been putting out um i'm still amazed that this is the time we're living in where you know when i was a kid this shit wasn't like this and you had to really look to find stuff and it was uh an embarrassment where people would look at you embarrassed if as you were a comic fan and honestly even though people love these movies there's still a weird stigma around comics when you say like there are people who are like i fucking love the movies and you go like yeah have you read the comics and they look at you like you're a moron um it's like you know this stuff comes from comics and the comics are better um but anyway it's a good movie and there's a couple parts where my mind was blown like literally blown. Just when you're watching this thing happen on screen, you're like, what the fuck? How am I seeing this amazing thing that I've, you know, I never in my life thought I would see. It's like, you know, if you grew up in the 20s and then you saw a fucking iPhone, you're like, what the shit is this? How is this possible? There are a couple moments like that. So I do recommend it. Uh, and there are real stakes in the movie. They made big choices. And they went, you know, right in the beginning, they, they did a couple things where, I didn't expect, you know, a lot of the movies are really formulaic, so you kind of can very quickly get ahead of it. Um, but there were a couple choices they made totally had uh, me surprised. I did not see them doing that, making that choice. And they did, which was cool uh, that they took a couple chances in this movie. You know, fucking hundreds of millions of dollars. Most of the time, people don't take chances. But they did. They, they took a couple chances, and it was cool. Um so anyway, go see that. It's good. I'm almost done with my coffee. And when I finish, I'm going to go get more. Um, I don't know what else is going on. <clears throat> I've uh, made some shifts in my work. So I'm a personal trainer, but uh, a lot of my method is, is more... Um, kind of internal work, uh, 
working through the why of working through the why of resistance to your health and fitness. And that's what really what it's more about is health. I don't give a shit about push-ups. I use push-ups or whatever as a tool for greater understanding of self. So that work is really difficult and challenging and can be very scary and painful for people. But um, because a lot of my, and, and I also work at a, uh, for the last three years, I teach, uh, one of the places I teach is at a live-in rehab for teens. And so you're dealing with um, drug addiction, uh, suicide attempts, physical harm, eating disorders, uh, just various extreme trauma, uh, you know, depression, anxiety, all that stuff. So um, that's a big passion of mine because I, I relate to that. I have that background. My story is that as well. Um, and I know what not just boxing and martial arts did for me, but what healthy eating, what, um, uh, sorry, I made that noise. That is the worst fucking thing. I, my apologies. My sinuses are bad. Um, sorry, I'll try not to do that. But, uh, so anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm working on shifting my practice as it were, uh, heavier in, in that field. Uh, it's it's more of a passion for me. I get more out of it. Um, and I still have clients that, you know, it's more just fitness related. But even with them, even with them, it's still very much uh, coming to terms with shame around eating, shame around uh, their body. Um, so th- that's more of my, that's more of my focus in, in general. But I'm making business choices to shift more to that way too. So I'm excited. I have some big things potentially coming up. So I'm, I'm excited for that. And then this Sunday, this Saturday rather, I'm teaching a seminar with um, these. I also work with these schools, these eight charter schools. I work with their staff. I teach their teachers, uh, you know, kickboxing or boot camp type classes. I don't, I hate that word, but excuse me. And um, so through them, they're doing a, uh, for some of their like high school senior girls doing a self-defense seminar. Um, pardon me. I burpy today. Don't judge me. Everybody burps, you fucks. Um, but I'm doing, uh, I was asked to come in and do a session with them on self-defense, which I'm a big I'm a big, I don't know where I was going with that. I am very passionate about um, real, practical, uh, effective, real self-defense, especially for uh, younger people and especially for women um, is a big passion. And I'm really uh, thrilled and honored that I was asked to come in and, and, and help with that. So I'll let you guys know how that goes. I'm, I'm going to do these. I'm going to, I'm back on schedule with a lot of things, um, but including with Porb. So, uh, It'll, I think I'm going to stick with doing these Wednesday mornings. So the audio will go up Wednesday morning. And then I think the video will either be Wednesday night or Thursday morning. There'll be a little gap because I always have to put the video together. But um, so anyway, so I'm doing that Sunday. So, you know, since the court stuff is finished, a big kind of fog has cleared and I'm moving forward again you know in these last six months just fucking 
incredibly buried under depression and stress and anxiety, uh, really intense, really, really intense because it was going back, you know, going to court, uh, especially after the first court appearance went really awful. Um, you know, my son is everything. He's the only thing I care about. Everything else is after him. So all of my decisions are for him. Uh, everything I do, every single thing, everything I think, everything is for him. So that there was any kind of turmoil or, or possible jeopardy of that, um, it was bad. It was really f- fucking me up. And it goes also goes back to my own childhood and really, really terrible things that happened there. Um, so that's, you know, when I say triggering, I mean like actual triggering, not like how people use triggering commonly, which is like it just bothers them. But like literal trigger uh, where subconsciously uh, my entire uh, self and, and world was upturned and, and scary and dangerous and brought me back to, to an awful place. So, you know, coping with that, again, I'm, you know, pretty isolated uh, not just by choice. I mean, some of that is just my experiences in life and that's kind of how I've learned to be. But, um, just in general, I, I don't have, uh, a big family or much family around. Um, and then I don't have a lot of friends and then, you know, as you get older, it's difficult spending time. You don't have, I don't have disposable time or disposable income, which, you know, my friends, uh, most of my friends, that's what they have. You know, if you don't have kids and uh, you don't have a business, um, and, and no, this is not a slight. This is just the reality. If you don't have those things, then all of your time is disposable and all of your money is disposable. Even if you got it towards bills and whatever, you can basically do whatever the fuck you want. And that is not my life at all. So I don't want to say at all. It is a little bit. Uh, I mean, I'm making this podcast. But um, so I was really, really bad and uh, coping with not working out, which is also like a little bit of like self-harm. And uh, eating really bad, really fucking bad. I put on like, I don't know, 16, 18 pounds. I don't know if you can see it in my face. So it's just fucking in my belly for sure. And my ass is all jiggly again. Um, but it's fine. It's fine. That happens. I'm okay with the reality, not just the reality of where I'm at now, but of why it happened. Um, how I allowed myself to, to be there and what it was for. I needed to do that to survive through this really... Sh- it's a terrifying thing. Oh, I'm sorry. So my phone rang. I'm recording this on my phone because um, I didn't have a time. I need to wrap this up soonish uh, so I can clean up and then get to my son. So I don't know where that cut off. Um, so I have the audio, so I may have, well, anyway, my phone rang. I forgot to put it on airplane mode and I still didn't put it on airplane mode. What the fuck? Hi, Olympia. Um, so what was I talking about? So yeah, eating bad. Um, so I'm okay with it having to happen. Um, you know, it's just body fat that's gained. It's just muscle mass that's lost. It's not something that is elusive. You know, you put in consistent work and then it, goes back you know you'll lose the fat and you'll put the muscle back on not back on you'll put the muscle on and it's that's the process and it's okay and again that's part of the work I do with people is understanding that you have that control you made the decisions that 
put you in a bad position, which is can be painful to uh, accept and acknowledge and take responsibility for, but it's necessary in order to also have the power and the strength that comes from knowing that I can make good decisions now too. I have that control also. It's not just your helpless spinning and all these things happen to you. You are doing them. You know, if you're making bad choices, you are making those choices. And there's no shame or guilt or judgment in that. It's just the reality. And you have to uh, acknowledge that reality and 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 understand that, that those are your choices. Again, no shame. It, you don't yell at yourself. You, the practice is not is to not yell at yourself, to not uh, say you're worthless because you made these decisions. There's no emotional attachment to acknowledging the decisions. I mean, in, in practice, it's just a reality. You know, your reality, any reality, all reality, uh, should not be uh, cut with emotion. Like emotions, are that's a separate thing. Acknowledging a reality is just a, a fact base. It's like on paper. This is what it is. And you have to have that process of like, okay, well, this is where I'm at. This is how it happened. Uh, and this is where I want to go, and this is how I'll get there. Th that process is essential. So no emotion attached to that, no judgment attached to that, no shame attached to that. You have to be able to practice that process of saying, okay, this is where I'm at, this is why, this is where I want to go, and this is how I'll get there. And then do those things. And then the emotional stuff is just, you know, life is fucking hard. And you're going to make bad choices sometimes you're gonna slack off sometimes you're going to succeed sometimes you know and it's all okay everything is okay so the work with my clients is um based on that and then that is also the work i do with myself you know it, it is a constant uh journey it's not like you reach this level and you're like i did it i'm i have all the no, it, you'll always fight this fight, always, and you'll get better at it, and you'll slide, and you'll go back up, And but that's all it is. That's all life is. There's no point, you know, if if you take my meaning, like, there's no, you just, the purpose is to find purpose over and over and over, and to refine your process over and over and over. We don't know what comes next, if anything. Uh, we don't know that there isn't anything. We don't know that there is. So, for all intents and purposes, this is all we have. So you just work that routine, work that process, and you learn to get better at it. And that's how that works. Um, so that's where I'm at right now. Uh, last week was my first consistent week back, working out, eating like a human, and uh, not like a trash person. And it was good. I feel good. Um, you know, three pounds came off already. Uh, so it's just, you know, more of that day in, day out, even if I make a mistake, it's fine, go back, and that's that process, so it's it's important to do that, um, hold on, I'm get some more coffee, I got, I don't know, 15 minutes before I need to wrap this up, don't go anywhere, Lumpia, tell them about something, talk to them. All right, I'm back. I don't know if I'll cut that out or not. Ah, scooting forward. Hi, Lumpia. Oh, she's so pretty. 
She is so pretty. Go sit down, fatty. Get out of here. Oh, no. Um, you're heavy as fuck. So what else? What else is going on? Um, I don't know. Maybe I don't have anything else to say. Should that wrap it up? Maybe I should wrap it up. It's probably pretty good. Well, thank you guys for listening. Um, I will be back next week. We're going to do these every Wednesday. It's just there. Hold me to that. We're doing every Wednesday. Your favorite podcast. Fo- oh boy, your favorite podcast. Porb. Uh, like and subscribe, and on uh, YouTube. Subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. Um, hit me up on Twitter if you want to talk to me or yell at me or ask me questions. Uh, at Graham Baker. Hit me up on Instagram at Instagram Baker. Um, my website. GrahamBaker.com. Sense a theme here. And yeah. All right. Peace.